Operation Confidence and LA Talk Radio proudly presents America's Invisible Heroes Radio Talk Show. Tune in weekly on Sundays, 2 to 3 p.m. Pacific Time with your host, Consuela Mackey, U.S. Army veteran and co-host, Matt Davison, announcer Taylor Marcella and Brooke Gadesi, U.S. Army veteran and entertainment segment host, Charles Whitehead, veterans and legal segment host, attorney, Danielle Sherrod, U.S. Army veterans and lifeline for women veterans segment host, Martha Elena Varela, veterans and recovery host, Anthony Akinpora, and U.S. Air Force veteran and incarceration to success segment host, Kevin Lewandowski. For more information or to be a guest on our show, email info at operationconfidence.org. You're listening to Operation Confidence Radio Talk Show, America's Invisible Heroes, with Consuela Mackey, only on LA Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. And thank you for tuning in to Americans Invisible Heroes, a show dedicated to our veterans and their families. Yes, I'm your host, Consuela Mackey, Executive Director of a grassroots nonprofit organization for veterans called Operation Confidence. For those who may be new to the show, American Invisible Heroes strives to provide a platform for veterans to be able to share their experiences heartfelt stories, challenges, and accomplishments. Now, I'd like to introduce you to our wonderful co-host, Air Force veteran and Operation Confidence Board member, Matt Davison, U.S. Army Reserve and Board member, Charles Whitehead, uh, and our announcer, Board member, Brooke Gadaski, Taylor Marcellus, also a wonderful announcer and board member, and Martha Elaine Varela, Women's Veterans segment host entitled Lifeline for Women Vets. Good afternoon to you all and welcome Los LA Talk Radio listeners and viewers. Hello. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. Hello, everyone. Great. I'd like to now turn it over to Matt. Okay, today I want to talk about the Buddy Check program. With the coronavirus pandemic that's affecting us all, the Buddy Check program is perhaps the most important now more than ever before. The idea is to connect with veterans who may need assistance but don't know where to go or who to ask. The American Legion family already reaches out to fellow veterans at this time of year, but now we must do more. It's not enough to simply pick up the phone and call the veterans you know. We need to check on all veterans in each of our communities to be sure that they are safe, feeling okay, and have access to healthcare and services. 
If we hear of someone in need, we can offer someone a ride, deliver groceries or supplies, and in short, be there for them. Some people won't ask for help. Encourage members of uh, the veterans that you know to reach out to other veterans for and offer assistance in your area. Please be particularly attentive to seniors, a population that is especially vulnerable to the harmful effects of this virus. The important part is to let the veterans in their community know that you care and can provide assistance. It's what we do for our battle buddies. Recently, I contacted an old veteran friend of mine just to check on him. And fortunately, he was doing okay. And he didn't need assistance, but that doesn't mean I stopped checking on him. I will continue to do so and to other veterans. And I hope that all of you will do the same to the veterans that you know in your community. Thank you. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Matt. Well, May is Asian Americans Heritage Month, and we will acknowledge their contribution to our American history on the show today. Take it away, Brooke. You got it, Connie. Asian American and Pacific Islander military and veteran history, American Asian American and Pacific Islanders have been serving honorably in the United States military since the War of 1812. The first Asian American Pacific Islander to reach general officer rank was Brigadier General Albert Lyman, who was a Chinese and Hawaiian American, was commanding the general of the 32nd Army Division that fought in the light capital campaigns in the Philippines in World War II. The highest ranked AAPI, that stands for Asian American Pacific Islander. In the military was Eric Shinsky, who was a Forester General and the Army Chief of Staff. The first Medal of Honor recipient was to U.S. Army Private Jose Nisperos from the Philippine Scouts Unit for this action on September 24, 1911. The one and only Medal of Honor awarded during peacetime on January 21, 1915 was to 2nd Class Telesforo Trinidad. 21 of the 24 Medal of Honors recipients during World War II were Japanese Americans serving the 442nd Regimental Combat Team or the 100th Infantry Battalion. During the Korean War, the first Native Hawaiian and Pacific Islanders, Private First Class Anthony T. Kahohanos and Private First Class Herbert K. Palau were awarded the Medal of Honor for their actions on September 1st, 1951 and September 17th, 1951 respectively. Three Asian Americans were awarded in Vietnam War Corporal Terry Kawamura Staff Sergeant El Melindo Smith and Sergeant First Class Rodney Yano. A total of 33 Asian American and Pacific Islanders have received this prestigious honor for their actions during war and peacetime. 
Congressional Gold Medal on November 3rd, 2011, members of the 100th Infantry Battalion, the 442nd Regimental Combat Team, and Military Intelligence Service, also known as the Go For Broke Regiment, received the Congressional Gold Medal, the highest civilian award bestowed by United States Congress. Women's veterans Maggie Gee and Hazel Ying Lee were one of first two Chinese Americans in the Women's Air Force Service Pilots, also known as WASP. In November 1947, Florence Ebersole Smith Finch received the U.S. Medal of Freedom, the highest civilian medal awarded to American citizens living abroad who aided in the war effort. Rear Admiral Eleanor Mariano, MC, USN, became the first military woman in appointed White House physician. White House physician. In 1944, was named the director of the White House Medical Unit and served as President Williams Clint William Clinton's personal physician. In 2000, she became the first female Filipino American Navy Admiral. Admirable, admiral. That's a lot to get out, but exciting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you so much. That was great information. Now we want to turn it over to Taylor. Please introduce our next guest speaker. You got it, Connie. Today is team member, U.S. Army veteran, and team member, Martha Elena Varela, who has a monthly segment entitled Lifeline for Women Vets. Ms. Varela is the Women's Veterans Outreach Coordinator, U.S. Army Veteran National Veterans Foundation, Community Outreach and Information Services with 20 years of nonprofit experience working with inner city communities. An Army veteran, she was a combat-built medic who holds a degree in social work, youth studies, and multicultural studies. She received her MPA from City University, New York, and completed her graduate research at the California Endowment, California's largest private health foundation. She is the proud mother of two boys and a new grandmother. Welcome. Um, take it away, Martha. Thank you. Thank you, Connie. Thank you, Taylor. Um, you know, and I have an announcement announcement to make. So I just wanted um, to share with everyone here uh, first. I have recently accepted a new position with LA Family Housing. So I am, thank you very much. Um, very committed still to working with the homeless, which includes homeless veterans um, of male and females. Um, anyone who is experiencing homelessness here in the San Fernando Valley, which is the largest um, geographic area spot to in LA County. Um, so just excited to have uh, been um, recruited to come on board and again to just really dive in to help, um, you know, continue addressing this huge problem. And, you know, in my work in the past year with the National Veterans Foundation, um, I was tasked with working with women vets, but I also really noticed that veterans all across LA were really struggling with homelessness. This was identified through um, not just my own direct experience, but also with some current research that has come out um, 2020 from the California Community Colleges and housing insecurity, along with food insecurity continue to be the number one and number two issues respectively. 
So when we heard um, Matt talk earlier about how important it is for us to reach out to any vets that we know, starting with the circle of vets we do know, of course, and then kind of working our way outwards, it's really, really important because we just don't know until the veteran is comfortable enough to share that there may be some issues with housing, there may be some issues with food security. And so I just really wanted to um, share that with you guys first. Um, it's, it's out there. I haven't really formally made the announcement, um, but officially last week was my final week with the National Veterans Foundation and excited to come on board um, with LA Family Housing here in North Hollywood. That being said, um, today's guest um, for our show was scheduled, uh, Miss Mel Melanie Alvarez is um, unfortunately unable to join us today. She had a family emergency this morning. However, I did not want to stop that, I want that to stop us from highlighting Miss Alvarez, um, in particularly kind of just the beautiful thing um, in honor of Asian American uh, Pacific Islander Month. Melanie is a proud Filipina, a, a proud um, Air Force veteran who currently works in a capacity to serve um, more veterans. And I'll get into kind of the details after I go over her bio. So Melanie, if you're listening, um, this one is for you. I have a personal connection with Melanie and, and, and wanted to personally thank her for not just the work that she's done with veterans across LA, but also with me. Um, and I'll kind of share a little bit about that um, towards the end as well. Melanie Alvarez served in the United States Navy from 2005 to 2010 as an aviation structural mechanic on the P3 Orion uh, platform. In that time, she did two deployments with Patrol Squadron 10, successfully prepared the electronic training jackets of 200 plus squadron personnel for a major aviation maintenance inspection and was promoted two times prior to her reaching her fourth year of service. Since 2018, Melanie has served in the role of program manager for a veteran-focused employment assistance program operated by a major nonprofit in the region, although her start in the veteran service space came in 2014 when she completed a six-month community service fellowship with a veteran service organization in the Washington DC metro area. Post-military, Melanie's professional background has encompassed social services, federal service, and public education. She earned her bachelor's of arts in French from San Jose State University and her master's of professional studies in legislative affairs from the George Washington University. She currently holds a California teaching credential in social service and as I mentioned, Melanie has been such an instrumental part in helping identify, welcome, and including female veterans, which we know is not always easy to do. Um, you know, veterans, as we've heard before, and particularly females, um, have a way of just sort of disappearing um, and living life kind of, you know, as they, as they do best taking care of their children and their families. Um, you know, Melanie has really made it a passion and a goal of hers as well to run um, this veteran employment program. And for any veterans that are out there, um, not just going through Melanie's organization, um, the Goodwill, but also large organizations across the country um, have this wonderful employment ready program, which is the helping um, the, the homeless veterans reintegration program or HVRP, sometimes nicknamed 
helping veterans receive paychecks. And I know for me, um, having had a, a brief stout with homelessness here, when I transitioned into LA, it was extremely important for me to connect and reconnect with my veteran community, one of which I really had little um, experience with um, after I transitioned out of the service. So this was very new for me, um, but also very important and really well needed. So any other veterans out there that are really struggling just to get back on their feet with a job, um, you know, a resume brush over, um, interview skills, uh, you know, practice, or any job lead, I can tell you firsthand that when this program is run correctly and run by caring veterans like Melanie and others across not just LA, but the country, this program is life-saving. So for, again, for any vets that might be interested in learning more, um, you can Google um, the Homeless Veteran Reintegration Program. There's a list of grantees right within the website and you can connect um, with this great program. You know, again, very instrumental in my uh, commitment and recommitment to working with the homeless, working with veterans, and I couldn't have done it without Melanie and her fabulous staff. So just wanting to pay a special tribute. I'm hoping Melanie is listening. Um, she knows how much I care about her and I'm still very connected um, with the program. I did a video um, a year ago for their, um, their annual marketing efforts, their board, efforts. 